Okay, what do you want to talk about? We'll do a but first and then stuff. Frozen people. Okay, Mitch. Anybody else that we got that it's frozen? I don't know. Uh, That that that, like person from the movie. Um. Anyway, uh, do you want to just do movie? Movie. Yeah, there are these people. Oh, well, the yeah. snow anyway, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, I, I was thinking more for whatever reason. I always remember uh, 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 this unfortunate uh, accident that happened. Uh, it was an Eastern Airlines flight that crashed into the Andes. Ah. Um, and that they only found, they never found like, they found a wreckage, but they it was so remote they could never get much of it. And it wasn't until like recently that they were able to retrieve stuff from the flight. It took uh forty years, and there were actually you know some of the stuff was frozen up there, preserved because it's uh uh it, it, it was uh, if I remember it was it crashed while going. Uh, I think it was going to La Paz. Uh, it was it was at a super high altitude. It was crazy. Um, yeah, that's right. It was going to La Paz, Bolivia. Eastern Airlines Flight 980. Um, and it cra- the the mountain was called Mount Illimani that it crashed into. Um, and uh. I mean, they 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 crashed into the mountain. It must be at around. Let's see, the crew was cleared to descend from twenty five thousand to eighteen thousand feet, and then that's when they crashed. So, um, yeah, it, it was it was it was quite high. Uh, and the discovery of the wreckage over the years, the debris moved along the glacier and eventually emerged enough that climbers were able to crover wreckage in 2006. Now, mind you, this happened in 1985. Okay. So it was 30 plus years. And, um, uh, yeah, so they never were able to, you know, really unpiece what happened other than they deviated from the route and crashed into the mountain. Right. Fun. Oh fun. yeah, so much fun to crash into a mountain. Right. By the way, struck struck the mountain at 19,600 feet. Right. You want to talk about high. You know, I mean, yeah. that's one tall mountain. <laughs> blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, September 1st, 2023. It is just after 2 UTC, Uh, so that's like 7 p.m. Pacific on Thursday the 31st for me, and 10 p.m. Eastern for Yvonne. And so I'm Sam and Yvonne, and Yvonne, 
yeah, and Yvonne Bebe. is here again, and we uh, decided to change our language into Bebeb. That sounds like more like one of our breaks. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> I'll have to work on that one. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, Yvonne and I are once again tired. Yvonne and I are once again old. Uh, we are just going to alternate topics the whole way through. We'll have three segments. Each of us will pick one topic for each segment. I was telling Yvonne right before we started, I don't even know if I have a real but first this time. I, I just don't know. Maybe I can come up with something. But it, maybe we'll just dump into like something. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It's just it's just that kind of week. Like, and, you know, I I, I, I basically today I, I got home from work. I like had a couple minutes and then I sat down to get ready for the podcast. So I've, I've just been going straight through since morning and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm how ready was, to, how, how was traffic by the way? Uh, today wasn't actually that bad. No, you know, that's good. Like, you know, I, I, I've mentioned before on the whole commute thing, it is highly variable day to day. I, today was a better than average day. All right. Well, that's good. Good for, good for you. I, uh, uh, well, one thing that happened today, I, I don't know if you noticed, I'm not wearing the usual headphones I wear. I, I do notice Yvonne and I can now see each other while recording. We didn't used to be able to, but we can now see each other. Yvonne's got like a big white over the ear headphones on, whereas usually he has on like the little Apple AirPods. AirPods. Now I have big over the air, uh, headphones but i use them wired the ear they 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 are wireless headphones but i i use them for the podcast wired directly into the microphone so i can hear the output of the microphone as well as yvonne i i just prefer it that way yvonne's told me like he hates it that way so he doesn't do that he just uses the bluetooth headphones now yeah I, i i tried that it's really annoying but um but you know, I have the AirPods. They're right here. Okay. Yeah. My my wife somehow today nonchalantly walked in to the office, threw them on my desk, and said they were in the washer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and I'm just like, I take it they did not survive. Okay. They actually they work, but not as well, or they sound right. weird. Well, no, the battery was running out real quick. Okay. They actually, I went and I took them out and I put them on and surprise, they worked. And I'm like, okay. But then I noticed that the battery ran out extremely quickly. Mm-hmm. So therefore I, 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 I'm, they're here. Um, Maybe they'll, how long, how long has it been since they were in the washer? It was just this afternoon. Now, now understand one thing is that this is not something that ever happens to me. Okay. Yeah. See, on the other hand, I specifically stopped ever buying earbuds, whether they be wireless, wired, whatever, because I would routinely, routinely either lose or lose them or send them through the laundry. It would happen so often. I'd be buying a new pair like every month, month and a half. And Eventually I decided I'm wearing, I'm wearing the big, huge over the ear kind. Uh, Cause it's a lot harder to lose. It's a lot harder to send through the laundry. 
and I don't mind them. Well, well here's the thing that happened today. A couple of unusual things has happened. One is that I actually left them in my pockets. I never mm. do. Okay, and I never leave anything in my pockets. But my my, you know, I, I'm surprised it still happened because my a cleaning lady was here today, and she's actually very diligent at checking for that stuff. Okay, but but the weird thing is, for some reason, um, usually she'll ask me, "Hey, do I put these jeans in the laundry or not?" Whatever, you know. And I don't know for some reason she didn't ask today, and I had only worn those yesterday for a little bit. And I had to actually take my AirPods because they wanted to do a Zoom call from work to celebrate something. Okay. Okay. So the thing is that I was like, well, I'm not just going to do it from here. They're all going to be at a nice little um, lounge or something or whatever. And so I was like, look, I'm going to go to a, I, I, actually, I, 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 I thought, oh, I know a very nice, comfortable place to go sit down and do this where I can get something to drink and I can order some dinner to take home. Okay. All right. Well, well, I do this. Okay. And and I can do it without bothering other people, a lot of noise around, etc. So I'm going to go over there, do that, did that, left the damn AirPods in my, in my pocket, which I normally don't do. And you know, it, it, it happened, but I, but you know, I, I've never, this never happened. But the thing is that I found hilarious is that I, I don't know if my wife thinks they're waterproof or something because she's just like, oh, oh here's your AirPods. They're in a wash. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's almost the assumption these days that electronics should be waterproof. I mean, like phones are. But you know, it's well, not of course, really you apparently doesn't want that anymore, you know, it seems. But, you know, I digress. Um, you know, uh, they, they let's wanted, make, they're they're like, let, make yeah, let's make that 10 times more difficult. Yeah. yeah, let's make that 10 times more difficult to make a waterproof, shall we? You know, let's let's lose a lot more phones by getting them wet, whatever and whatnot, you know, so that way we have more e-waste and whatever the hell. We're, anyway, I anyway, anyway, but no, but no, the default now, like it's not really true. To be clear, it's not really true. Like most laptops are not waterproof. That's correct. <laughs> you know, uh, most headphones I mean, are not look, waterproof. You know, listen, but, in, in but, the other case, like my uh, look, one of the few incidents I've had with water, unfortunately, also involved. I've been with my wife for 25 years. So, of course, it has to, you know, I mean, we've been together for over 20 years. So there was this one time that for some reason my wife put something on my lap that was full of water while I was working on my laptop for no good reason whatsoever. And that proceeded to pour on top of my work laptop. And, mm-hmm. and um, it didn't immediately, it, it happened something like this. It didn't immediately kill it, but it was, it started acting up very much. So over the next few weeks, which thank, I, I worked at HP. Thank God. I was just like, Oh, just, I, I, you know, one of the, one of the things that I was very adept at at HP was how to procure anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd figured out all the, all the, they had all these cool procurement systems. Oh, you want this equipment, whatever serve. I'm like, you know, you know, click, click, click. All of a sudden a crate arrives. What the hell is this? Oh yeah. I, I ordered one of those. You know, so I was pretty good at that. So I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll just order another damn laptop. What the hell am I going to do with this thing? Plus that laptop I had sucked. Okay. It, I, I, I will say it was, it was terrible. So I, it, it wasn't exactly like I was like sad to. So what you're saying yeah. is you accidentally poured water on this laptop. 
I accidentally wound up with water poured on my laptop, which I still provide 80% of the blame to my wife. No, no, you, you, you don't 20% you don't, on her. I, I, no, no, no. She went and I'm sitting there working and she grabbed the yeah, Ziploc right. no, bag no. full. No, no. There was a Ziploc bag full of water and put it on my lap. I went to try to grab it. It rolled off my belly straight on the laptop and splashed everything on top. I, I, I'm just saying, you're saying this worked out for you. You got a better laptop. The idea, the idea that it's an accident is kind of hard to believe. I did definitely, I did definitely get a better laptop out of that because that laptop that I had, that I'd gotten, that was a bad mistake. It sucked. It was terrible. It was a compact laptop. It was right after we 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 had merged with 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 compact, and you know it was one of the first compact laptops I had. And the first thing I said after I had, I was like, "How the hell are these people? Were these people still in business? How can we pay this much money for this shit?" Okay, that was my first reaction. And then nice. you know, so so anyway, so I proceeded to order. We had developed some new slim laptops that were really cool and i seen a couple of them i'm like well i'm getting one of those fuck that shit didn't have any more compact branding on it i'm like perfect i'm gonna get rid of this it's possible you know compact me has made a comeback have they not there yeah but there is apparently somebody licensing the compact brand to sell products with a compact brand now uh, in certain places. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that HP did that on purpose because if they did not use the brand for a certain amount of m- more time, it could have gone into the public domain and somebody could have right. grabbed it for free. So they went and they, uh, they licensed that brand. So there, there is, uh, some weird thing, but anyway, aside from that, you know, my tiredness, look, I don't know what the hell I did exercising Oh, oh, okay. Fine. You can have the second, but first, just go right into your exercise. I'll chime in. Yeah, and and well, you were talking about being tired and the commute and whatnot. Yes. Look, I I I came home on on Saturday, and I have been for whatever. Well, not for whatever reason. The last time I went to the doctor, I'd gained a little bit of weight. Some of my numbers were a little bit higher. They're not bad, but you know, they weren't as good as they had going the wrong direction. They were not in the, they were, they were not where normally they had been. So I had been working out more and eating better. Okay. All right. Good for you. I am working out less and eating worse and it's not a good thing. That's not a good combination. Okay. So I've been, you know, I, I, I have like, you know, I, would splurge occasionally on fast food. It was rare, but it happened. I cut that down to zero. Hmm. I, I'm like, you know, no more any fried anything. I, I, I started making sure that I, um, you know, it, it, it rooted out any processed food that I'd been getting. Okay. Because sometimes I would get it for certain convenience. If I ran a certain cheese, my preferred cheese, I would get some other that was more processed. And I'm like, no, let's just forget about that. I'm not, you know, I'm not buying that crap. Making sure if I'm getting, if I'm eating ham, get low sodium ham. I it just, you know, stuff like that. Stuff like that. Okay. I just been like, you know, and so another thing that I was doing is exercising more, you know, and I will say it's probably a lot more. I've been trying to make it that instead of like going about 14 times a month, that I was doing is so every other day to make it like 20 times a month that, I mean, that's six days, six more days. It's a, it's a lot more. And, um, I came home on Saturday 
just in total pain. I mean, <laughs> everything just hurt like everywhere. And I had also done a, a business trip and then I did this podcast and it was quite late. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the travel, the exercise, no sleep, whatever. I came home after the gym and I, I, I literally had, had been spent in pain the next three or four days. Just Beautiful. all over. You know, my my ankle, my back, my... I mean, I was like, what the fuck? I mean, it's just... um. At this very moment, Yvonne, my left hip, my left hip and both shoulders hurt, but I haven't done anything. I haven't done jack. They just hurt. <laughs> well, I, I will say that I, I spent the last few days just, I did go work out at, at, at Tuesday, but I, I tried to run and it really hurt my back. So I, I did some power walking, but I decided, look, I'm, I'm, let me just let me just take it easy the the, the week. Okay. I, 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 I didn't go back again. Uh, I, I just, you know, uh, and it's just this thing where I, I'm pretty sure that I also, because I was in such a rush with stuff, I made the mistake of skipping stretching after working out. Mm. And I will tell you, and I went, I pulled up this article, dude, at this age, we have to stretch. There is not doing that is the, dumbest damn thing that I did. And I think that that definitely contributed to a significant amount of my back. Just, just my back was killing. And just to be and, clear for anybody new here, this age, Yvonne and I are both in our fifties. Yes. Early fifties, but still 50s. back was my back was killing me. I mean, holy shit. My back was killing me. It was just, I'm like, what the fuck? I, I <laughs> I'm just for the love of God, just, just, you know, here's another thing that I discovered, though. You know, I the, the probably the biggest biggest thing that I that is also a drawback right now is that over the years, I found that the most effective painkiller I could take are non and and non steroidal anti inflammatories. Okay. NSAIDs or however so, they say NSAIDs, yes. So that's like Aleve, ibuprofen, those yep. those kinds. Okay. Here's a problem also with aging. Okay. Mm-hmm. They tend to cause gastrointestinal bleeding. Oh, fun. And I noticed that I was doing that. And I knew immediately that it was because I'd been taking too much of those in order to relieve muscle pain i i was gonna say isn't that at only only at super high doses or something and no it's not at super high doses it it it, it really if you take it's, it's more if you take them routinely exactly okay as opposed to every once in a while yeah. exactly and so guess what i can't take that shit anymore and that shit used to work like a charm so now all of a sudden what the hell i used as a medication, and, and actually, by the way, there have been those work so well that I I, I read that there was uh, some investigations, especially for uh, I think if I remember correctly, I was reading this about some high school uh, football programs where uh, the 
coaches, doctors, whatever, were just giving way too many of them to the kids mm. in order to be able to just push them really going, hard. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they work. The problem is, you know, they have side effects. Unfortunately. So I can't take that shit anymore. So I'm like, you know, now I, I've been using this little like uh, tens little machine. Ba- basically, little portable. It, it, for anyone who doesn't know what those are, are those are little electrode things you place on yourself and they make your muscles twitch and yeah, yeah. You're, ba- you're basically electrocuting yourself, but your your muscles wow. react by like sort of self exercise without you yep. having to think about it. And That's exactly right. The, yes. it, 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 it's it's good. Lots of people with like uh, back pain or other muscle aches or things like that can use them to help out. They work. Other okay. Purposes. They work. Okay. You know, but I had to basically be using that thing, you know, like for three or four straight days. Thank God it does work. I, my back is now feeling like close to normal. Thank God. Um, yeah, because I one of the things that I've done with the exercise is that I used to have nonstop back pain. Mm. For I got to a point um sometime after we got married, I stopped exercising for a couple of years and I got really badly out of shape. And and my back was killing me constantly. Um and after I started Working back out, I lost some of the weight, but I, I more just got fitter, you know, working out the muscles and whatever, whatnot. That back pain was completely gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't suffer regularly from back pain unless I strain or do something stupid or whatever. Or sometimes what happened, like with long travel, okay, on, on airplanes, but it was recoverable. It was relatively, you know, uh, but, but, you know, so. But that wasn't, I spent, I, I remember I would be, you know, nonstop with back pain for a while. So this has helped not have that. I mean, it, my back has been in really good shape. And, uh, but then these last few days, I was like, oh, fuck, oh my God. That was, yeah. but so number one is stretching is important. Gotcha. And also number two is that they said is that, you know, at this age, we just don't recover as quickly as we used to. So rest is important as well. You know? Yeah. I, the, the only exercise that I've ever done that gets even close to routine is walking. There've been a few times in my life where I sort of got into a regular routine of a few times a week, just going for a half hour walk or whatever during the day. Um, and then like, I, and I was doing it like right before the pandemic, I'd like gotten really consistent about it and things good. And then the pandemic hit and like everything stopped and I have not gotten back into it properly. Like a couple, and for a while I tried it around in my neighborhood, but like, eh, I just ne- never got into routine. I've done it a few times since I've been back at the office. I've done it when I like, I'll take a break at work and I'll just go walk around the neighborhood for half an hour or whatever before coming back to the office. But it, it's still not in a routine thing. And like, like, you know, I was mentioning like the, the last time I did it, which was not today, but yesterday, um, you know, my, my left 
like I said, my, my left hip is hurting right now. And it hurt while I was walking too. It felt like with every step, it was like, oh, my, my hip was complaining and being like, what the hell are you doing? Making me move, you know? And and well, which is, I, I think it may be like, you're making me move after just letting me sit around for like three years, you asshole. Exactly. I was going to say, in my case, that might not be a sign to like, take it easy for a week. It might be, hey, you should do this more fucking often. Right. <laughs> you know, so that, you know, like, cause, I mean, and it was like, it wasn't even like I walked for 20 minutes and then started getting sore or whatever. No, it was the very first step. I was like, oh this is uncomfortable. And it was uncomfortable for the whole half hour. I did it anyway. I did a half hour of walking, but it was like uncomfortable. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. I got to do more. I, I got at the very least, I have to get back into the habit of walking on a regular basis. And one thing you, you, we do have a dog who needs to be walked more than he ah, gets walked. Ah, However, ah, here's the yeah. thing. Now we, you know, the, the, the old dog who barely moved is gone, but even then, you know, passed away last December, but the current dog who's relatively young and blah, blah, blah is still a lazy fucking dog because we don't walk him all the time. You don't walk him. And so like when we go out and walk, I go faster <laughs> than he does. <laughs> oh my God, you're making me walk. Well, it's, it's not so much that. It's more, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to very leisurely walk. I'm going to smell everything. Everything. I'm, I'm going to, you know, like, I'll go a few feet. I'll stop. I'll investigate. I'll, you know, so like, I actually, when I walk by myself, I actually get, you know, I walk, kind. Of, I, I mean, I don't even get close to like jogging or running, but I, I walk at a brisk pace when I walk by myself. But when I walk with the dog, it's like barely moving either. So that doesn't help me, but we should still do it more often. Yes, you should. That would also probably make him go outside instead of inside the house more often. Yes, that would. Although he's got a backyard, but he, you know, still, I think it's his way of telling us that we should walk it more. You think? Yeah. Maybe. 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 (laughs) Good Lord. But anyway. (laughs) All right. All right. So. Enough of our creaking bones and yeah, this is the kind of thing I can't imagine is compelling listening. Like let's uh, let's just complain. Oh no, we're oh, we're old. Well, we're not taking Ozempic like yet. Which one's that? We're not. We're not. We're not on the Ozempic phase yet. I I I've been hearing so many people talk about this. You know, right now we haven't we we haven't reached a point where our doctor basically just told ah you're taking Ozempic. Just shut up. Which take which. It. Remind me which drug that is. So which, that's the one that basically was invented for diabetes that now but people, people are using for weight loss. Well, it, it's not that they're. I mean, it works for it, it works very well for weight loss, but but also they found multiple other things that it, it that that it is good for. They found they have been finding that even people it curbs people's desires for alcohol. Mm-hmm. It curbs people's. It it improves people. They found that people that were taking it, their risk of cardiovascular uh, disease went down like 40 percent, and all sorts of other benefits. Which the the so why aren't we taking them. it, Yvonne? Why aren't we? 
That's well, one great. thing like right now is that it costs one thousand dollars, like a dose or something like that. Number oh, okay. one to start yeah, off. Yeah. That, that, so, so that that's one thing. But the second thing is that that wasn't the original intent of the medications in the first place. The reason why they were brought these out, which was a very good reason, was to help people with type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. To get that under control. And that's actually the label use. And that's what the, all the studies were focused on. And so one of the things about any of these medications and taking them on other things, you know, they, I mean, they've studied side effects or whatever, not based on those studies. But the reality is that they never studied them for all these other things right. at, at this point. And these are just effects that have been found to be incidental to their original purpose. And so I, I you know, I think that as the data keeps coming in, it's going to be something that um, I'm sure that they will, if the data keeps coming in and they don't find any other negative effects, it's going to become far more widely used because, look, I was just thinking about the the one thing about addiction. Hmm. This thing helps people with fucking addiction. It's been found. Right. How it curbs them. You're an an alcoholic that cannot control your impulses, and this fucking thing makes you stop craving alcohol. You can get your damn life back in control. Right. We think about that effect. I mean, or think about other things that we talked about. The it's not just alcohol. We're talking about the addiction centers, which means also like opioids. Yeah. This kind of stuff. You know, we're talking major shit here that you could treat with this. I mean, number one, what are the number one killers that we have in this nation is the opioid epidemic. It's, it's a, you know, I mean, if you're able to treat that, like giving people this, oh, and make them thinner and healthier all at the same time. I mean, holy shit. It so, is, a, it is like a little injection, right? To the, yes. That that's like yes. a downside. I would much rather take now, but they they are they are coming out with versions of them that are not an injection. Well, okay, good. Well, in that case, let's just let's just give it out like candy. Let's just. <laughs> I, I I I am I am a little bit like still at this point, despite all the positive things that I'm that that are looking at, still leery of doing that at, at this point. Can can you Let's just see. can can you just add it as an extra ingredient in like soda or water Mac or something? Well, here's the thing. You're not going to be craving those anymore if you're doing that. So therefore, it's not going to not going to help. Ah, okay. Okay. So yeah, water, like you said. Water. Put water it, supply. Just, just put it in water like we do uh with fluoride. I was going to say fluoride, but like the first thing to, that came into my head was lithium, but that's different. We don't put I don't think that we're putting lithium in the water supply. Why not? Let's ask the QAnon folks. You know, if delivery in that mechanism of like drugs that would just sort of like calm people down worked, then maybe it would be okay. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, all, all, or, or, or improve redu- the mood, re- improve re- the mood in general, reduce violent tendencies, you know, it, mm. whatever. There you anyway. go. 
Anyway, now, as we are talking about drugging the entire population that of population, America, yes, uh, yes, I'm sure yeah. that's not objectionable. Yeah, no one would care about that. Nah, no nobody one, no would, oh, nah. no one would object at all. Like mandatory antipsychotic drugs in in elementary school in in, you know? in the water supply. Yes, indeed. Okay, well, on that wonderful note, um, uh, I, I just let Yvonne do the whole freaking butt first because I. I don't know. You had no. You had nothing to talk about. I, I got I nothing. Know. I got nothing. I, you know, I. Uh, um, you yeah, added I, some positive contributions. There you go. I could try to make up something, but I don't think it's worth it. So okay, let's take a break, and then I guess I'll pick the next topic, and we'll 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 do our alternatey thingy bopa thing food. Bop boop 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 bop bop bop. But in the meantime, our first break is another Abel Dream. Abel Dream 33. Here you go. There you go. That's it. That That's it? That's it. That's the whole thing this time. I, I, I couldn't hear any of it. Oh! You know... Okay, here I, we I'm go. Like, I'm like, I'm here waiting. I had I'm it in waiting. preview mode. I, I I had it in preview mode instead of live mode. You didn't hear the intro music either. I take it. I I was like uh, I was I'll like have, wondering. I'll I'm like did it later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here, here we go. Here we go. I am switching to live mode, and I will play it again. Here, here we go. I can't really remember anything, but a phrase did come into my head, and somehow, somewhere, the dream was related to forensic accounting. Because <laughs> I remember the phrase, and now you know why I got into forensic accounting. <laughs> I don't do forensic accounting. The end. Nope. There you go. That was the whole thing. Forensic accounting? That's forensic what came into accounting. Your, came into, your, into your, 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 your dreams? Yes. I have done forensic accounting. Unfortunately, <laughs> but it was not you having the stream. It was no, no, it was you, which is the weirdest thing. I have done it. Was it exciting? You know what? Uh, I mean, was if it worth it dreaming about? I don't know about worth dreaming about, <laughs> but uh, you know, if it wasn't to, in order to try to figure out a scam my father did in the business, it probably would have been more exciting. Mm. But it was me trying to figure out how, how the hell he was cooking the books. Gotcha. Nice. So I did figure it out. But and it was it that was interesting going through reconstructing it. Um and then fixing the, the books to reflect correctly what was going on. Um you know, but uh, uh, of course the one thing that he was doing, which is weird, which wasn't completely he was actually overstating income, paying more <laughs> to, it, 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 yeah. It, he was overstating income, which wound up uh, not actually helping him. Beautiful. Just the opposite. But I needed to understand one of the things when you're doing the forensic accounting is not so much sometimes whether is to try to go back and figure out, okay, what is the truth of what's what what the business is doing? Because a lot of times people will fudge them for whatever reasons. Um, as some guy who is. Uh, Trying to run for president again. Okay, so repeatedly. let's start with that. I get to pick my topic. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I was one, like leading. I was taking, you know. 
you drive trying to drive me down. in. Yes, yes. Um, what? So we let's let's do all the Trump stuff. But like one, we we can start with in New York on the case against it. It it, it, it was the case against the Trump business, right? Not against the right. Trump. And Letitia James in New York has asked the judge to basically say, you don't even need a trial. Like, there's not really actually a dispute over the fact that Donald Trump pumped up the value of his properties in certain contexts and didn't in others and was basically committing that kind of fraud. And so let's move right to the part where we figure out what the penalty is essentially. Now, Trump's lawyers have also filed motions to just dismiss the whole case. So it probably won't just be handled that way. It probably will go to trial, I guess. But what we haven't, like all this other Trump stuff, we forget that he's got this major thing hanging over the head of his business as well. Um, and he's got a bunch of other civil trials. Like there, there was one I didn't even know about something where he was selling some like video phone crap or something that he's being selling a video phone. Okay. That yeah. one I didn't know. Yeah. He, he, the, 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 he was selling some kind of like video phone that didn't work and was complete crap and blah, blah. It was, it was just there like isn't a scam. This man hasn't met that he didn't love for yeah. God's sakes. I mean, yeah. And geez. so he's right. there's some sort of legal thing about that going on too. And like, you know, and of course we got the, um, uh, the, what's her name? The, um, anyway, the, 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 the woman, the rape. Yes. The successfully yeah. for that. Yes. Uh, we got all this stuff going on, but like any thoughts, particularly on the thing against Trump Corp or however Trump corporation, whatever. Well, so the entire thing has been about his inflating the value of his assets. And that, that was done in order to secure financing or other things or whatnot, which, you know, if you provide falsified financial statements to get loans or obtain, do other business, that is, that is, that is illegal. And I know people that have gone to jail. Okay. Over that. Um, uh, over that specific accusation. Uh, so it's not, you know, this is, this isn't, um, how do I say this isn't some kind of, uh, pie in the sky case or whatever, you know, pulling straws. This is actually something that people have been investigated, prosecuted and convicted for. But specifically okay? in this case, they have not gone after the individuals. They've gone after the, no, company. they're going after the corporation. And, and, but the one thing is that they were seeking to bar like any of the Trumps from actually running the business. It, it, there was a whole bunch of restrictions, but, but the main thing that she was trying to establish was that there was no, you know, that there was no disputing that he had inflated the numbers and I, and I'm guessing that what they must have is that um, they they probably in order to get valuations they probably got certain independent appraisals and valuations of the properties uh, that that they had on the books in order to put them on the you know to place the value on the books for them um, you know I'm sure there was property tax appraisals but there were also other independent appraisals now appra- appraisers will have differences of opinion but what I'm guessing that he did which I am based on what i remember michael cohen and some other people saying i'm th- this this is this must be the crux of the case is that 
he would see any of the documentation. Documentation would say, hey, it's worth $700 million. And he would say, bullshit, put 1.4. Right. That's it. You know, fuck the, fuck the numbers, fuck the appraisals. I say it's worth 1.4. And so that's where it's just the fraud, where it, it, you know, there was no way to substantiate that valuation. It was just him instructing people to just, oh, it's a 700 million, put 1.4. Boom, that's it, period. And that's fraud. I mean, you know, it, it, that, that's, that's where the fraud is. And so I think that that's what they have them on. And that's why the, that's why Letitia James is claiming, listen, there is no arguing here. You probably could look through all the records. No, nobody ever said that they were worth what he fucking just commanded people to put down and say they were worth period. Right. End the discussion. And, uh, he's arguing otherwise. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know if he has, any valuations? I, I mean, look, I, I know in the past. That, well, the la- the latest I heard that it, uh, I got, I guess it came out in stuff that came out this week, uh, but was from depositions way earlier. Uh, was Trump basically saying, "Yeah, that was in the document, but we didn't take it seriously. We didn't expect anybody to believe it at all. We put a paragraph at the beginning saying, make sure to check it out on your own, and we don't follow standard accounting practices, and blah blah." Blah blah blah. So we 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 never expected anyone to take this seriously. That is the most horseshit argument I've ever heard in my life. I mean, it's like you going to like Goldman Sachs or like Vanguard or whatever, and them issuing. Oh, here here are here's the security we're offering. Oh, and them saying that the initial paragraph says, "Oh, the numbers that we're putting in here are complete fiction. We don't expect you to believe any of that." Okay, no, they usually put in there, this is our fair, you know, interpretation of what the actual values are based on the data, you know, you should validate or whatever, whatnot, but this is what believe is true, which that's not the case. It's bullshit. Okay. You know, they knew that they were putting in was fake. Okay. And they didn't go at the beginning and say, Hey, we're lying. You know? So that defense is the most horseshit defense I've ever heard. But, you know, this is the, I, I mean, so Trump just throws out defenses. I, 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 most of the time, I don't even think it's just to make some kind of legal arm. It's just as part of it, because his entire tactics as, has been for the last six years is all related to stalling. Right. Just, just delay push and whatever the one thing that is hitting him is that in the past most of his opponents had small po- small pockets mm-hmm. and so they weren't you know sp- spending the kind of or they it didn't demand on his end to be spending the kind of money we're talking about right now that he's incurring in legal fees okay right it, it is at a rate that is crazy okay you know I mean, he will this year spend well over $100 million in legal fees. Well, the, his PAC and stuff is spending a lot of money, too, um, that isn't directly coming out of his pocket. But there are multiple indications that he's still like, you know, he's running down the batteries. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, he he was never as rich as he claimed. And... Right. 
that money is going away pretty yeah. quickly. Um, and so there are all kinds of, and with this, with this Trump company thing out of New York, one possible outcome here is basically the, the company dies because they yeah. make it impossible for it to continue doing business either through restrictions or fines or both. Um, and, and so, I mean, it may take a while to play out. There'll undoubtedly be appeals. Like you said, delay, delay, delay is his business. But in the end, they may kill the Trump corporation. Now, of course, in the meantime, yeah, he's trying to spin up other things in other places. Um, if I remember right, in the early stages of this lawsuit, there some of the restrictions were actually on, you can't just transfer assets out of this company, you know, things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, like Trump is acting, we talked last week, he's acting increasingly desperate and scared. But I think at least part of that is he's worried financially about what's happening. Well, look, there are people around him that are worried financially as well. I mean, yes, look, Rudy. It, it, this is, <laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, and I have to assume that others around his group are going to be hitting these similar circumstances. Okay. I mean, Rudy being the, the one probably in the worst situation because he has, he, he had done so much stupid shit that he has come up with so many, against so many lawsuits against him. Okay, that he is in real trouble. Also, you got to think at least Rudy sort of started out with a decent bit of money. Some of the people in this Georgia suit. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've got nothing. Yeah. They got nothing yeah. to start with. And suddenly, like, what it, What the hell are they going to do? How are they going to pay for a decent defense or whatever? You know, they're just fucked. But listen, but but listen, Rudy right now is in real financial trouble. Yeah. Okay. He's having to sell his, he's down to having to sell his stupid condo in New York. And when they were doing the filings over there, they're showing that he was well past due in bills left and right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Trump never paid him any of the money that he asked him for, for this whole election thing. Okay. Yep. So he didn't get that money. He tried to go out and raise money. And everybody has said, fuck you, Rudy. Okay. Even his old allies have all told him, we're not giving you a fucking dime. Okay. Um, and so he, he's, he's in trouble. I keep wondering what the hell is he going to just fold? Yeah. I mean, like for a lot of these people and, it, and you know, we, we got the 19 people in the Georgia trial. Um, and like, this is the whole, I'm going to say the whole point of Rico. I mean, it's not the only point, but you've got is to turn these people against each other. Yes. Yeah. And, and indeed, and Trump, like normally the strategy and he's, he's played this with like, you know, his body man in the Florida trial and stuff like that, where he's paying for their lawyers and stuff or the pack is or whatever. But right. apparently with the Georgia case, he's not paying for anybody, not right. a single one of them, you know, well, the problem is, but, but here, but that's where the problem becomes in terms of also how much money he's got to spend on. Right. Because right. Unfortunately, he can't force that pack to pay for everybody's legal fees anyway. No, no, he, he can't. But, but the thing is, and, and th this again comes to the point of doing a Rico like this is to turn these people on each other. Cause so many of these 19 people or 18 plus Donald Trump uh, are going to be like, I'm out of options. If, yeah. I, if I 
want to not be completely and totally bankrupt, and if I don't want to go to jail, my only choice is to flip on Donald and give him everything I have and try to cooperate. And for some of them, it may be too late because they don't need anything they got. But for others, maybe they make a deal and they start getting some guilty pleas and we see where that goes. Yeah. That may be a way for this thing to start folding. Now, you know, Speaking of trial dates, yeah. So, how's Trump doing on his trial dates? Did he get twenty twenty six? I think what I heard well, was the judge repeatedly has said at the hearing, "Listen, you're not getting twenty twenty six." Was said over and over in DC. Yes, and and the, apparently Trump's lawyer was getting very agitated and blah blah blah, and the judge had to tell him to like cool it and calm down a little bit a couple times. But yes, repeated like. No, you're not getting 2026. Give me an actually reasonable answer. Date. Yes, and, exactly. And they repeatedly refused. So the judge the judge did not give the DOJ January 2nd like they asked for. But they, they gave because pretty close. They gave them the beginning of March. Um yeah. and 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 so there you go. Um now there are all kinds of reasons that could still slip a little bit, but basically this judge has made it clear they want to move. They want to get this thing going. They And the other thing they said a few times when was basically your calendar as a presidential candidate doesn't matter. Right. I cannot take that into account. Every fucking defendant has things on their calendar. They have a job, whatever they have, like kids events and weddings of their sister and, you know, all this kind of crap. And that is not going to be a factor in me setting my schedule. It wouldn't be for anybody else. And it's not going to be for you. So Super Tuesday isn't uh, a, a mitigating. No. And, and and they were like, look, this the Trump's lawyers were all like, if you printed out all this discovery, it would be taller than the Empire State Building, blah, blah, blah. And the judge is like, who fucking cares? Control F. It, you know, if you print ex- exactly, you know, you printed it, you printed it. I, one thing that, of course, with video, which I just did, I just did something non-video, which is a problem. Is that I, I went and I stuck out my middle finger thinking of what, what the hell I thought about the stupid, like, you know, uh, Trump uh, uh, printing it. Nobody fucking prints this shit out anymore. You pay for e-discovery. That's what you fucking do. I, you, you know, it's a, it's ridiculous. All this shit gets scanned, sorted, collated, searched, whatever. They, you know, give me a fucking break, you, you fucking losers. And, and also, there's all kinds of, like... This stuff that's repeated. I remember, okay, I'm going to tell a story of when I lived in Florida. And oh my goodness. My daughter was going to elementary school. Like, I forget what grade she was in, third or fourth grade. We had some beef with one of the teachers who was giving her a hard time. It was like an English teacher. And they they were doing some stupid things. Like, at one example I remember is there was something my daughter had to write, and she talked about the princess of wales w-a-l-e-s you know princess die you know she was talking about that and the teacher circled w-a-l-e-s and marked it took points off for spelling and said it no it's w-h-a-l-e-s oh come on what the 
fuck kind of shitty teacher is this? And anyway, so like there were a whole bunch of issues like this. And I was going back and forth in emails saying like, you know, this isn't fair, blah, blah, blah. And so we were called into a parent teacher conference and they pulled out a stack of printed paper of the email exchanges that was like thick. I fully admit it was thick, but like, and I did not, I, I did not fully express everything I wanted to in front of them at the time because I was just trying to alleviate the situation and get things done for my daughter. But like, you know how email works where you quote the previous email? Of course. Most of, so there's a lot of repetition. Most right. of, like there's like, okay, sometimes I am a little verbose and I write a couple paragraphs, but lots of these emails we're like replying to the previous email and adding one it's fucking includes, line. Exactly. And it includes all the contents that are or, or like, you know, the inline, you know, they say a sentence, then I say a sentence and it includes the previous one. So I'm like, if you looked at what was new, that like hundred pages or whatever you printed out might be five or maybe 10. Mac so you probably could have printed the last email and it had the entire thread anyway. So yes, for, for a conversation that, spanned a month or something. And I'm like, you fucking idiots. And that's exactly the same kind of thing that's going on here is that uh, there's apparently there's the entire transcript of the January 6th committee, for instance. Well, you know, if you were doing your fucking jobs, you were, you watched that on TV. You would have already, <laughs> yeah, you would have already gone through that already at this point. Yeah, there, there's, there, there's transcripts of that kind Not of stuff. Not exactly a secret. There are materials that they subpoenaed from Donald Trump in the first place. There's, you know, the email quoting thing kind of thing we were talking about. There's all kinds of stuff like that. And the government has also said that they very specifically, you know, organized it, made a guide, what was what, what they thought was most important. Now, obviously the defense is not going to trust the government on what's most important. They're going to check it out themselves, but uh, but as you said, they provide this stuff on a thumb drive. It's all electronic. There are companies who specialize in digging through massive volumes of this stuff and finding the yeah. relevant stuff. Yes. That's yeah, th th that's just how it's done these days. Like right. and and so and the judge basically told them, yeah, this is this is bullshit. You know, uh you 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 you, you don't need that much time. Um and uh, so, yeah, they got a March date and the, the, so we got right now, uh, we got that one in March. We got the, is it the new, the New York one is in March too. The, when's Florida's in April or May? I forget. No, or I has, don't remember the primary calendar. Fuck, I don't. Anyway, we could look all this up. Uh, the Georgia is the other one interesting because that's also like all up in the air right now in terms of what's going to happen in Georgia, because we got now a whole bunch of the defendants asking for a speedy trial, which means October, October this year, not January 15th, Iowa, February 3rd, South Carolina. No, I was talking about when all the trials are, but yeah. Oh, the trials. Well, I thought, well, I mean, the trials, the, 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 the primaries, I mean, is it like, it's all going to be all on top of each other. Um, but in Georgia, we've got, like a whole bunch of defendants now asking for the speedy trial. October. In October. They want to do this October thing. Um, 
Trump, of course, and a bunch of others have said, absolutely not. We're not, we're not going to be ready for October. We want a much later date. Um, the, the Georgia people had also, by the way, uh, the, uh, Fannie Willis had initially also suggested a March date. Um, that that's now going to conflict with the other ones, but now she's all like, let's go. I'm ready in October with, for all 19 people. Um, but Trump is now officially filed for severing his case from anybody who wants to go early. So we'll see how that goes. The, um, the, the, the whole consideration of which, if any of these end up in federal court is ongoing. Uh, we had Mark Meadows, um, actually appeared in court to argue his side and surprising everybody actually testified. And in the process of testifying to try to make his case that he was working for Donald Trump uh, in his actions here and should therefore be in federal court, uh, he managed to point the finger at Donald Trump over and over and over again as like, no, I I did all this because of him. It was all because of him. And he said, you know, and so like, he's not exact. So this is exactly what Fonnie Willis wants, right? He, she wants all of these people to be fighting each other in every way possible to make her case easier because there are things that Meadows said in his testimony trying to advocate for moving to federal court that will be that she will be able to use directly in the case against him and Trump and everybody else. So I I don't know what dates are actually going to end up happening, but there's there's very dynamic stuff going on there. Uh, But it's moving quickly. Like the thing is like the, the judge who's considering moving things to federal court um, already had a hearing on Meadows. He's scheduled hearings for a couple of the other people because, of course, the answer might be one thing for one of them and the other for the other one. Um, and and he's moving along quickly. He asked uh, everybody to provide some more information. He's you know he hasn't said exactly when he's going to rule, but it's, it's looking like it'll be soon. Not like he's going to think about it. So, time. what about the uh, cities that have been paralyzed by the mass MAGA protests related to the Trump <laughs> indictments? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, 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 oh, that didn't happen. Ah. Uh, y- yeah. No. No. Oh. I okay. I, I. I. guess I. I think I. I didn't go to. I think I went to the Q New York Times, not the New York Times. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I. Yeah. Q Nyan. Yeah. 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 So I. I got confused. I'm sorry. Yeah. The other development that is happening is New Hampshire. There are now active lawsuits in New Hampshire and a few other states uh, to say Donald Trump just can't be on the ballot because of the 14th Amendment. Uh, Mentioned this in passing last week, but basically the 14th Amendment says anybody who has taken an oath to serve the Constitution or to support the Constitution, whatever the wording is, um, who subsequently has been involved in an insurrection against the United States, is ineligible to serve. Uh, in I, 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 I will say, like, what my, my personal opinion is about this. Forget it. I, I think that, by the way, that he he is ineligible under the Fourteenth Amendment. I totally believe that. The thing is, whether people would. Block a Medusa, but I, I think that this was just specifically written for an act 
like his. Yeah. 100%. Well, it, it, yeah. It, it, it was written in the aftermath of the Civil War, of course. Yes. Um, that basically yes. said, you know, people who had been active members of the Confederacy in rebellion against the United States could not then turn around and run for Senate or whatever, or president. Um, right. And, and so the question is, well, there are lots of questions here. Like, the, can... Can secretaries of state in various states just say, okay, he's ineligible and there and take him off the ballot and then kick off the lawsuit this way? I think the one in New Hampshire was kicked off by another presidential candidate. I don't think it was one of the big ones we've heard of, but it doesn't need to be. Um and, and then but then the thing is, it will absolutely go through the courts all the way to the top. Like if, but 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 the thing is, I, I I think so. But it's just the way that it was written. I mean, you know, it was really written to be stacked against the person that committed. But the 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 obvious question is going to be: Well, Donald Trump hasn't been convicted of anything that has insurrection in the name. But it doesn't say to have been. But it doesn't say that you needed to be tried and convicted. But then, who makes the factual assertion? of what happened there. Somebody has to have the authority to say, okay, yeah, he did engage in an insurrection. And does that end up having to be fucking SCOTUS deciding that because it gets appealed all the way up there? I mean, you could say it's oh, starts with I mean, the secretary of state at some state, but then yeah. clearly that's going to be appealed. Yeah. And you know, you know, yeah. and the thing is like the Supreme court is not going to want to fucking touch that at all. They may be forced to, but they're not going to want to. Well, they might be forced to. Now, here's the one thing. The the thing is that it's very clear that there is a way to to say, hey, uh, he wants to be absolved from it. Is Congress may, uh, by a vote of two thirds <laughs> of each house, remove such disability. Yes, yes. Easy enough. Hey, easy enough, right? Yeah. It's not a problem to get two thirds of our chambers on anything. I'm sure they could rally around Trump. <laughs> Yes. Well, and, and some people are already starting to try to count vote, votes on the Supreme Court and guess like because because they're basically saying, look, yes, we've got a six, three conservative court, but they're not all in the tank for Trump. You know, right. they he did not. They're to try for conservatism, yeah, but that he Trump. he took a whole bunch of his election cases and tried to get him up to SCOTUS thinking that his and they all said, yeah, no. No, no, I no, mean, his theory no, was no, basically no. like, my judges will back me up no matter what. And that did not happen. You right. know, I don't know about this one because there's, there's a very strong case that I can see a lot of people saying is that just not letting him on the ballot is not the way to resolve this. Let people fucking vote. You know, you know, I really think that the people that wrote that meant to keep people like him out of office. This is exactly the kind of people that we're talking about. I mean, it was the way exactly it was written. Anybody that took an act like what he did, which is he tried, what is he being accused of directly? Now, I think it would definitely help substantially if he got convicted. Right. Although none of the, although again, none of the things that he is talking about are specifically related to quote unquote insurrection. 
Well, the thing is, uh, what uh, they're defrauding the United States is in there. There are a few other things that are in there. How the hell's the the wording on it? The wording it says insurrection or rebellion is the same. So one of the things is that the 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 accusation was, I believe, that they were trying to interfere with the the legal process, right? I would say that, you know, that that's a rebellion. Yeah, like you could say, like, the obvious thing would be if somebody was able to make a direct connection with ordering people to attack the Capitol. And exactly. Jack Smith has specifically not gone that way. He could have. You know, there are other January 6th suspects some of them were sentenced in the last 24 hours uh, who have been convicted of, you know, inciting sedition and things like that. They did not go after Trump for that because it's hard to prove they don't necessarily have all the lines connected to do that. Uh, but yeah, you could argue that the kind of defrauding the United States he is being charged for the kind of conspiracy he's being charged in Georgia. Right. That all of these things are in fact in support of an attempted coup essentially. And that's yes. insurrection. Yeah. And and so, you know, I think that that there is an, I, I believe that there is an argument to be made that it's not an unfounded one, especially if he gets convicted. Right. Okay. Um, you know, uh, so, I think that that's that's what I'm looking at, and, and th this is the thing that we, we we talked last week about Trump weakness, and this is just yet another thing there. And you wonder if at some point, I, I hesitate to even say this because there's been no evidence of it so far. But like we said, there's been a little bit of softening. At some point, let's let's say Trump is ahead in delegates when we get to the March trials, like mm -hmm. very often he, he might've wrapped it fucking up by then. Honestly, we'll see. Possibly. Possibly. Um, cause often people effectively wrap it up right around super Tuesday. Um, if what if all of this is hitting at that time and the RNC ends up saying, you know, this, we are just going to go down in fucking flames. Let's say his poll numbers are tanking both inside but it, uh, general election polls. Let's say general election polls are tanking. Even if who the fuck knows is going on with the Republicans. Does the RNC at some point pull the plug themselves and say, we got to pick somebody else? I, I don't know. Uh, I, right now, there's absolutely no sense of that. It really depends on on how. I, I really think it really depends on how how strong his support is. Yeah, um, you know if he's if he's winning with forty thirty eight percent, which by the way these are all winner take alls. Most of them are not all, but most yeah. of them are. And, and if if he's not getting any majorities anywhere. Then they're they're going to be faced in a in a nightmare scenario, okay? But we don't know that yet. We haven't seen his support get that weak like right now. He's still hovering at the fifty percent line. Yes, okay. Um, and so that puts them in a situation where they've got a candidate that is, you know, considering that he was president, 
it's it's a relatively weak hand. Okay. Um you know, it's not the same as uh as you know, an incumbent president that is running maybe has a primary challenger and is you know, scoring up 80-90% of the vote, okay? It, it's he doesn't have that level of strength. Okay. Uh, at this point, at least. Um yeah, change. But at, at the same time, you know, like like it, like you said, he's still strong. Like there, yeah, he's still strong. Look, I mean, DeSantis was out begging right now for fifty million dollars. I think uh, otherwise, he's 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 over. And you know, our Miami mayor dropped out of the oh of that, the so of funny. the president uh, running for president. Such we're we're such so broken up. Mayor about Suarez that. I mean, you know, is that Mayor is? Suarez? Yeah. Mayor Mayor Suarez, Mayor Mayor Francis Crypto Suarez, who apparently uh, has been talking about crypto and ba- barely holds any, according to his latest financial disclosure. But but has managed to go from five six years ago having a net worth less than yours or mine, okay, um, to right now earning millions and millions annually somehow uh, estimated on his latest financial filing before he pulled about you know somewhere to range from uh, the, the worst case was two million to about 20 million dollars an outside income from him being mayor some someone needs to tell me how to do that i know i mean <laughs> hey how <laughs> uh, I, I, let me be more specific i though. mean it's pay is $160,000. This guy had not made over $200,000 a year five years ago. And all of a sudden now, it's ranking in between two to 20 million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's all all on the up and up. I'm sure. I'm sure. uh, 100%. All on the up and up. There's nothing that smells fishy about that at all. Nah. No. Um, but yeah, so I, I you would be really foolish to bet against Trump being the Republican nominee right now. And uh, you know, I, I know I know you've said multiple times at don't incumbent advantage, don't pay it, don't trust the polls at all right now, blah blah blah. But the polls still essentially when they do look at Trump versus Biden, whether you look at the electoral college or whether you just look at popular vote, either way, it's showing a really close race that could go either way when you ask people today. But we got a long time and we got multiple court cases and we got like time for like the economy to keep doing good things. We we got we got all kinds of things between now and next November. And frankly, all these court cases are going to be fucking brutal, you know? Yeah. Um, And you can say that it'll actually encourage the MAGA folks because they'll be like all up in arms about Trump being treated unfairly and all that. But the actual MAGA folks are still a minority. Are They're a small group. Like, as we've said before, you only have to discourage a small number of people who are quote unquote normal Republicans to just be like, we're done with this. 
And suddenly it goes from a race that can easily go either way to a Biden landslide. Now, I'm not predicting a Biden landslide. I'm just saying you don't need that many defectors to move from where we are now. No, you don't. No, you don't. You definitely don't. So, okay, we've done our politics segment. You want, and I, I guess you did the whole, but first I, I picked this whole topic for this one with your nudging, with your nudging. My nudging, my nudging, yes. Uh, so let's take another break and then we'll come back and you can pick what we do next uh, time. I got to look at what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sorry. here we go. And, and this time I've got it set so you can like hear it. Okay, good. You're listening to this podcast. Do you like it? No! Do you want to support the show? No! Well, after you have subscribed to the show, followed us on Facebook, and told all your friends they should be listening to, what else can you do? I won't subscribe! You can help fund our Patreon at patreon.com slash Corner. Patreon is a way you can throw us a few bucks a month to help out with the expenses of the show. You know, web hosting, equipment, a little bit of advertising to promote the show, and maybe every once in a while some much-needed sedatives for Yvonne. At different contribution levels, you can get a mention on the show, our Curmudgeon's Corner postcard, or even a Curmudgeon's Corner mug. Fun stuff! Not fun! In any case, the contributions help tell us that you enjoy and appreciate the show. I really, really hate Curmudgeon's Corner. Are we worth a buck a month? No! Five bucks a month? No! Or if you are nuts about us, maybe even more. One hundred billion! Billion dollars! Even though you don't have anywhere near a billion dollars. If we're worth anything to you at all, send it our way at patreon.com slash curmudgeons corner. Alex hates, really, really hates curmudgeons corner. That's really mean, isn't it? I hate curmudgeons corner, but I really <laughs> do. Oh, gosh. Okay. Anyway. Yep. We, we got our fan club. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, we got him the mug that says I really, really hate curmudgeon's corner on top of the regular curmudgeon's corner mug, like a couple years uh-huh. back. Uh, mm. I use that mug more than anybody else. At the time, <laughs> you know, Cause my, my actual original curmudgeon's corner mug has a crack in it. So I, I like put it up on a shelf somewhere and don't actually use it to drink out of anymore. I should get myself a new one at some point, but, but I've been using I, his, I, I've been using his, I, I do use our, our curmudgeon's corner mug regularly. So, yeah. I have to admit. So I, I should take it into the office to drink while I'm there in my mandatory go to the office days, except for the fact that there's nobody there that would see it anyway. So fucking stupid. Anyway, let's uh, let's let's not you know let's not get you into trouble. Oh yeah, work yeah, at this point. Yeah, it's okay. it's wonderful. It's amazing. It's a great experience. I it's 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 wonderful. Okay, go ahead, Yvonne. Um, okay. So, um, I was looking through our subject list. We, we covered a lot thin. of them. I know. I realize that we're, we're pretty damn thin. Uh, here, you can go um, back to previous weeks, things we missed. Uh, I, I was looking at, I, I actually had skipped to previous weeks because of that. Um, 
And, you know, we're pretty thin here. Um, uh, I guess we'll talk about the weather. Uh, Hurricane <laughs> Adalia. Okay. You know, I was really excited because there was like a 12 hour period or something where a bunch of the models, not all of them, not most of them even, but just a couple of the models had it like going across Florida, then looping back around and hitting right where you are. But yes, but that didn't last very long. It, now, the one thing is that I've seen those computer models project that more than once, and it's never really happened. And and those computer models are not very accurate after like 72 hours yeah, like yeah. out. And that but was like I, on was, the fifth I, I was getting so excited that it would loop around and hit you, Yvonne. But no. Gee, thanks. No, it's not coming. Thank God it's not freaking coming. I, I've got like you know, on Tuesday, uh, uh, you know, we've had we've been having uh, construction going here um, for the last uh, couple of months. And uh, on, on Tuesday, they are <clears throat> uh, going to be demolishing the pool and decking all around to put new to, to make it new. And I, I look. When when you've got all this construction, we've been having some roof repairs, uh, awnings, all sorts of stuff. And, and man, if a storm's coming, you have to secure all of this shit mm. down all of a sudden in the middle of a damn construction project. I really hope we don't get a So anyway, you storm. were going to talk about the storm as it actually did happen. There was lots of talk about like just how bad this was going to be. It seems like it got away better than well, it could have been. Well, it's a lot better than it could have been because one of the great things that happened is that it hit in a very sparsely populated area of the state. Right. I heard there were very few people in that area that the people who were there were kind of on the poor side, but right. uh, which meant they were potentially very vulnerable to anything that happened because, you know, manufactured homes and things like that. But that bottom line, it was very sparsely populated area where it hit. Yes. And also most of the people who were there actually evacuated like they were told to. Yes. You know, you didn't have a lot of people saying, fuck it, I'm staying. And so I think we did catch a break from that regard. I mean, I saw certain places along the coast that definitely they, they got some um, flooding damage. Um, you know, the, the waters from ocean water rose along the coast in many places and did catch some da- and did cause some damage. But um, other than that, I, I think that we, uh, it, it, we didn't get, uh, it, it didn't hit a very populated area. And so therefore the amount of damage, I think relative to where it could have been was limited. Um, you know, it did, you know, once it also was about to strike land, it did weaken again um, down a category three. Um, was it actually it briefly a four? It was briefly, they thought it was a four, but then it, it came back down and, and, and weakened. Um, also one thing I know we've been talking about, maybe not us a lot here. I, I think I mentioned it. We, we did a whole segment uh, a lot of other like climate change and global warming a couple weeks ago. But I don't know if people talking about the, the water temperatures right. around here. And I think we did talk about that a little bit. 
Um, how basically they the, have, especially the Atlantic coast, but also the Gulf coast, just really high water temperatures compared to normal. It was, but they had come down, right? They're, they're not as high as they were a couple months. No, no, they, they, they came down, um, a lot. Okay. Thankfully. Um, and, and so that was, uh, that, well, thank God they did. Um, because the, 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 the water temperatures had gotten to some alarm. I mean, there were, there were some unusual circumstances that caught, that caused it. It, it, it did make it a little bit alarming, I will say. But thankfully, um, they, they, they came down. So, um, look, I, I, I always hate to hyperbolize about this is a worse hurricane season than others and so forth and so on. Um, people's memories are short. It hasn't actually been that uh, bad this time, has it? it, it, it no, it, it hasn't. And I look, I, I, I remember um, growing up dodging so many damn storms regularly. I, I remember the, um, the one year and a half I lived in Florida. There were like so fucking many of them. Like, yes, you know, I, yeah, I, we, that, I, that year was bad. I just picked a bad year to live in Florida because like we, yeah. we had to like we left once I completely left the state once we hunkered down yeah. once there, there were a couple other close calls. It was just a bad year. There's lots going on. I, what, there was that there 2003, was 2004. I forget exactly. Yeah, that period. It, I mean, that early 2000s period, man. I mean, it felt like we were putting up shutters, putting them back down, putting them up, putting it back down, putting them up, putting them back down. It was, it, 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 it was an intense period. Um, but luckily, we dodged most of them. Um, you know, most of them, not all, but, but, but we did. So, um, you know, I mean, at this point, this was a category three. Hurricane, I think that the one thing is that uh, that panhandle area has gotten hammered uh, repeatedly in recent times. Uh, they they have had a really bad uh, stretch of luck, but they had gone like extended periods with getting nothing. So, I mean, I'm not. Listen, I, I am. I am fully. Uh, on board of the fact that we've got climate change right now. What I'm saying is that right now we, we thankfully the storms that we've seen, we, we, they have been within the type of storms that we have seen before. Um, it, it, it's not like all of a sudden we're getting a, uh, a super hurricane or of some sort. Right, right. Hopefully we don't get that. Uh, not, not asking for that. Okay. Every once in a while, you have people say, shouldn't we add a category six? Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking for that. Um, So, um, so yeah, I, I, I I think that's the, the key right now that, uh, but now thankfully it wasn't this bad. There's a whole bunch of storms that have been formed out of the Atlantic, but it's happened many times. They've been like, you know, just churning away and just not not thankfully not not coming towards uh land i mean that's why we're i like right now adalia that wasn't like the first name storm of the season right like right now um but but uh thankfully we didn't get a lot of damage um down here saw some squalls 
But that's it. Basically, we had gotten some bands, but we didn't get anything. Uh, and and as you said, there's, there's an element of luck always when you, you had these like, if if instead of going in this lightly populated area, it had hit Tampa, you'd have an entirely right. different scenario going on. Correct. Uh, or in totally. the other direction, if you go to Tallahassee. Although I did hear a tree fell on the governor's mansion or something like that. Right. Good. I mean, oh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um. So I do have one hurricane thing if you're done, or do you have more like on this? No. Particular? I was going to say, you were talking earlier about how these hurricanes almost, or you were like, they never actually wrap around, but they do occasionally. And you mentioning it made it me has happened. Katrina, for no, no, example, was I, one of those I, that did but that. There was one very specific one that we were also talking early 2000s, specifically in 2004. Do you remember the hurricane that entered, came in under Cuba, went in close to Louisiana, and then went all the way up around North Carolina and back and hit close to Miami? Do you remember that hurricane and what it was? Which one is that one? It was Hurricane Yvonne. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yes. Yes. So I'm looking at its track right now, and it, it it's yours. Yours was the one that wrapped around and hit your state. Makes sense. Exactly. Think about it. There have yeah. been some. Like, if you actually look for hurricanes with weird tracks, there have been some that have actually absolutely oh there have been some i mean well katrina was well not one that not just a, not just single loops but there have been one that have hit places three times you know yes, it, yes, yes. Actually, if no but the, well, no 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 but but my, my whole point was that um uh that usually that the five-day model oh yeah, yeah. They no, show no, that the, it's like you know what i mean that's just a crapshoot i mean you know well and, and just to be clear the, the official forecast never had that wraparound happening it was just a couple of the spaghetti models you know blah 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 but it was still exciting it was still exciting because katrina went and like turned north went over florida then went back out in the ocean and then hit floor hit 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 new orleans yeah so it did a nice little loop-de-doop okay do we do we do we got a oh other any other weather to talk about we have we we had a couple days of like smoky weather here like from the forest fires in canada we still got lots of fires in canada have they have the people in that town in canada been able to go back i don't know are they like i i don't know i i should there were were lots of news articles when they were what's the name name? yellow what's the name of that town there were lots of news articles when they were evacuating but not really any follow-ups you know, they're, okay, they're, well, I'm they're, looking right now. Okay. Yeah. What's the situation in Yellowknife, Yvonne? I'm looking up right now. Hold on. And it's still like abnormally hot in lots of places in the country. I mean, it's cooled down from the worst parts of the heat wave, but it's still above hungry normal. bears invade and overrun the abandoned city in Canada after wildfire evacuations. Yellowknife, which was recently evacuated due to the threat of wildfires, become overrun with black bears that have moved into the empty streets in search of food. So I guess they're not back yet. Beautiful. Yeah, speak, speaking of b- black bears, this could have been my w- but first. All summer long, they've been wandering around the area near us. And like, you know, on these neighborhood apps things, uh, almost every day we've had alerts about where various bears are, uh, including within like a few hundred feet of our house people have spotted them uh but like i haven't seen one yet i i I even moved my apple cam 
to like the green point at the green belt behind our house, hoping to see a bear, but not nothing yet. I'm sad. Northwest Territories reveals phased return plan for wildfire evacuees as Yellowknife Blaze being held. So there is a uh, a plan okay. uh, for them to return uh, in phases. Okay. Um, so also on Monday... Uh, Northwest Territories officials announced the five-phase re-entry plan for residents to return home. Um, so I guess they're going to be heading back home soon. It seems good, good. But yeah, yeah like we're, this this summer has been bad for all kinds of climate-related things: heat waves, oh yeah, forest fires, hurricanes. Uh, not just in the U.S., in Europe too, uh, and and elsewhere. There was what, there, there were articles about uh, uh, which which country in South America was the is it's the winter there, but it was like ninety degrees, like in some place. Uh, uh, I think it was in Argentina or in Brazil. It, I think it was in Argentina. I think you're right. I think that that sounds right. But yeah, there are all kinds of weather anomalies happening all over. There's the the global sea ice extent has way off from where it normally is at this time of year. All kinds of things are happening, and yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's it's. I saw somebody. I, I didn't see the actual video of it, but I saw people online quoting this lady who was, it was one of the people being evacuated in Canada. I'm not sure if it was Yellowknife or one of the other fires, but they were interviewed on Canadian TV or radio or something. And it was like, their quote was, I really thought this would be our kids problem. <laughs> and it's like, okay. I, I look, I think that a lot of people had that attitude. Yes. Yeah. It's like there's no reason for us to do it. There's nothing. There's no yeah. reason for us to do anything about it. It'll be a problem for our kids. They can deal with it after we're dead. Right. Okay. On that uh, cheery note, we're we're we, you know we're on the shorter end for our shows, but that's okay. When we're done, we can be done. Let me see. If we got. Do we got. Do we have anything that we haven't talked about that we you really have. want to talk about? Okay. Well, that's what I'm looking. Well, Hold well, on. Well, Wait. Well, okay. Well, well, we got. Uh, you talked about yeah, Rudy. You talked about your oh Mitch. We have not talked about Mitch. Mitch. Do you want to talk? We about haven't Mitch? talked about Mitch, but we was like you know. But I was like, we went through this whole Trumpy politics thing, and we didn't mention about Mitch. So okay, so what what can we say about Mitch? Uh, look, obviously Mitch is not well, right? I mean, there there well, is no other and, and, you way know, to. I, I wanted to I say, don't care what his doctor statement said. Yeah, you know, Mitch is fine. I'm like, dude, this guy's not fine. Well, here's the thing. And this is this is another. Th- Even if you take aside the two episodes we've seen of him freezing, and you just listen to him talk when he when he's not freezing, he's not what he was a few years ago. Yeah, he's declined quite quickly. He's declined um, quite dramatically. You can tell. Now, frankly, let's let's be fair about this. You know, Biden's not what he was ten years ago either. I mean, it's yeah, but he's not. It, he's it, he's, but, he's but, not in yeah, Mitch territory right now. But no, but you no. can tell the decline. You know, look, my father uh, is not in Mitch territory either. I mean, that's this is the thing. I maybe because I have a father who is, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell's age who has suffered some accidents like that, and he is not 
he's not that bad. I mean, so that's why to me it's maybe more noticeable, mm-hmm. you know, as I you know, as I see my father regularly, okay? And so, you know, I mean I'm seeing Mitch and I'm like, holy shit, there's something really wrong yeah, with him. But right but both and, both my parents are around that age too. Uh my dad shows his age a lot more than my mom does, but you know, the, there's an inevitable decline that happens. There's an inevitable decline. It happens at different times for different people. It ha- sometimes it happens slowly, sometimes it happens fast. But you know, we've got what the situation we have in the U.S. government right now is an abnormally high number of people in their 80s in significant positions. But look, this isn't just in these things. Look, we have so many older Americans doing jobs that if 50 years ago would have been unimaginable, these people would be in positions. Which which actually says good things about health and people doing better than they used to. No, I totally agree. You know, I was like, today somebody is talking about Warren Buffett, like right now, Mm. who's 93 years old. Warren Buffett is 93 years old. Okay, he is still in charge of Berkshire Hathaway. Okay, and like as somebody was talking this week, holy shit, that son of a bitch is still sharp as a tack. I mean, he is, you know, in command of everything, and it's like you look, you talk to him, and it's like this, it's like this guy has barely aged in the last thirty years. My stepmom's father, who was a medic on D-Day in World War II and is now 99 years old, is still sharp as a fucking tack. Okay? Yeah. Physically, he's slowed down and yeah. clears some stuff well, there. Jesus, you would expect. Well, yeah. But he, you know, like, I'll see his posts occasionally on, on Facebook and they're well-reasoned and they're well-written and they're blah, blah, blah. Last time I saw him was about a year ago at my sister's wedding uh, that he traveled to Canada for, and he was doing, he was doing great. Like he had, he was, you know, he was, he was talking about politics and what was going on with myself, my dad, my wife. And like I said, sharp as attack, you know? So it's not like, it's not inevitable that you can say, oh, you're too old. Like there's some people no. talking about like there should be like numerical age limits. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't no, make sense. No, I, I don't agree. And and I think that as long as he can show that you you can do the job, it's okay. And that's why I get frustrated with like the people get, uh, shitting on Biden because, man, let me tell you something. I'll tell you what. I think I would struggle with the stamina needed to be president of the United like, States. Like right now. <laughs> oh, right now. Yes. yes. At my, at my 52. Yeah. I think either of you. Oh yeah. Because that is, that is a fucking demanding is all balls job. You get no rest ever. Right. At that job. And so, um, considering his age, what's going on. So what he stumbled, uh, a couple of times walking. I mean, shit. I don't know. I know that. You know, I, one one I'm thing about Biden, you know, then we'll get back to Mitch and some of the others. Uh, there was a thing going around, apparently, on conservative media, uh, making fun of Biden needing assistive shoes or something. Because somebody got a, a picture of him climbing onto Air Force One and 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 got a picture of his the sneakers he was wearing. Yeah. I looked at them. They were 
Skechers sneakers with the the new ones they've been advertising where the back of it is like a built-in shoehorn so it's easy to put on you can just sort of shove your foot into it you don't have to reach down to do okay. it okay mm-hmm. that's what i wear right now <laughs> like that that is my normal go-to shoe is exactly that shoe i looked at the picture of joe biden's foot and i'm like that's my shoe so like fuck you <laughs> You know, it's a nice, comfortable shoe, and you shoe. don't have to reach shoe. down to put it on. Right, you know? right. So the fuck is the problem? You know, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, like my wife right now had to replace her shoes. She's suffering from like some serious plantar fasciitis. You know, so she hasn't been able to run for weeks right now. My wife is forty three years old. You know. And so anyway, I I do think though, in all of these cases, because we had Diane Feinstein as well. Um, I mean, uh, Diane Feinstein. You know, again, we, we have that's a much different story. I mean, Diane Feinstein really has been really in really is real showing it the it bad. It's really obvious health. that she isn't uh, really capable of doing the job anymore. I'd argue that we're getting close to that with Mitch. Maybe a lot of people are vouching for him right now, but at the very least at this point, this is the time where my God, got to plan a train your transition, dude. Yeah. Like it's, it's time. Like maybe you can make it to the end of your term. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you should, you know, bow out at the end of this session, but you should be trying to figure out your exit because it's not working. Yeah. As much as I despise how effective he has been at pushing through policies that I tore abhor, I as, as we've had this discussion. I have difficulty, you know, wishing. I'm like, oh yeah, bitch, you're dying, yay! I'm like, I can't get too high. Well, and, and people have pointed out some of the symptoms are consistent with him having had a big concussion a few months ago when he fell. Right, you know, right. and so maybe he'll get better. Maybe not, but like I said, even when he's not freezing up, it's clear he's struggling a bit and, you know, at some point you got to say, okay, uh, it, it's time to move on and let's let somebody else have this spot. And like, you know, e- even in the, even in the Biden case, like, you know, I, I, I am not one of the ones saying that he shouldn't run this time around. I think he's our only realistic choice right now. But at the same time, I think add another five years to where we are now. And I'm not sure. So like to some of the people like Nikki Haley has been going along saying, you know, hey, a vote for Biden is really a vote for Kamala Harris. I'm like, I'm okay with that. No, is that I'm I'm good with that. Is that so bad? I'm okay with that. Like if Biden wins the fucking election, gets sworn in for his second term, and a month later says, I'm out, have fun, Kamala, I'll be like, cool. That worked for me. You know? Yeah. I, I I'm not saying he's gonna do that, but I think it's gotta be in the plan as well. Like if you are running for president at that age. It has to be in the plan to be like regularly monitoring how you're doing. And if it starts to go downhill, being prepared to step down, you know, because what you don't want 
and this is like the Diane Feinstein situation. You don't want someone hanging on and hanging on and hanging on after it's clear they really can't do the job anymore. That's not good for the country. That's not good for anybody. Um, and you end up with other people running things anyway and a figurehead. And it's, that's not where you want to be. And I'm just to be absolutely clear, I am not saying Joe Biden is there right now. I don't think he is. I think he's still pretty damn sharp. But he's not where he was 10 years ago. And another few years down the line, who the hell knows where we'll be? Look, be, here. The, I think the 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 biggest problem is, you know, we are all not the best judges of when we uh, if when we should quit. Yeah, it, it it's really hard to judge for yourself, like what your condition is, and and so you need people you trust around you to tell you when it's time and you need to actually and hearing your political opponents say, say it is not objective. Either. No, no, absolutely not. Like, I think, I think Biden would trust it if his wife was saying, it, you know, for right. instance, or maybe some other people that he's known and good friends and has known them for decades and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, Donald Trump saying he's too old or something. Nah, I mean, whatever i mean yeah exactly and and health wise like if you compare these two guys like trump may be a couple years younger but he's not as healthy so no not at all despite anything his doctor said as well you can like or his like check-in weight uh as we discussed last week you know ah yes 215 pounds but (laughs) ah, but yeah like viral and, and just more generally and we've talked about this forever as well. Silent generation, boomer generation, come on, fucking pass the damn torch. <laughs> you know, you've had your time. It, you know, I don't think they're not ready to let go. They're, oh, they're, they're let go when we're they're gonna let go when we're seventy. Sam, I'm the gone. fact that all these people we're talking about in high positions of power aren't even boomers their silent generation is like right really really like right you know whatever anyway time to pass the torch right. okay are we done now Yvonne? Oh, we're d- we are done now okay so as usual all the stuff at the end Ooh. of the show go to curmudgeons-corner.com where you can find out all the ways to contact us email facebook mastodon you can find all of the archives of our show going back forever basically 100 decades at this by the way now it's decades we're 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 not quite at two decades but we're well over one decade we're all well over one decade yes yes well over we're closer to 20 years than we are to 10 yes we are by quite a bit um anyway you can find all our archives going back to the beginning uh and you for the last few months there are transcripts as well as and uh, as we say every week you should read those as well you know, and uh, uh, in addition, there's our Patreon where you can give us money. We like money. Money is our friend. And if you are making the kind of money that Mayor Suarez is, send us some of it. Yes, uh, indeed. Share, share. You can send it to us in cryptocurrency. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out how to deal with that. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. We'll convert it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. We're fine. 
Uh, and so if you donate to our Patreon at various levels, we'll mention you on the show. We'll ring a bell. We'll send you a postcard. We'll send you a mug. I mentioned the Curmudgeon's Corner mugs earlier. They're awesome mugs. You, you should get one. And, uh, uh, and importantly, at $2 a month or more, or if you just ask, we will invite you to our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack where Yvonne and I and a few of our listeners are chatting throughout the week, sharing links, talking about all kinds of stuff. So Yvonne, what is one thing from the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack that is interesting and exciting and would make people want to join the Slack that we have not talked about on the show at all? Fire Festival is back for a sequel, allegedly. The latest chance to get fooled twice just sold out. Want to go to a music festival in the Caribbean? Do you care if there's any live music, food, or shelter when you get there? <laughs> it's your lucky day. Fire Festival organizer and Froster, Billy McFarlane, announced a ticket drop on Monday for a sequel festival. Yes, that Fire Festival. The 2017 debacle advertised as an ultra-luxurious cultural experience of the decade, but instead customers paid between $1,200 to over $100,000 for disaster relief tents and cheese sandwiches on the Bahamian island of Exuma. Beautiful. I presume you're going. Is that? Ah, yes, indeed. $100,000. Perfect. I mean, why pay for more Curmudgeon's Corner stuff when I can spend $100,000 on going to the island of Exuma to eat cheese sandwiches? I'm sure it'll be better this time. And live in a disaster relief tent. It'll be better. They've learned. Ah, yes. Now, Now, remind me, Yvonne, what exactly happened last time? Was this a fraud from the beginning, or did they just like have no idea how to actually? Put oh, th- on- this was a, th- as far as I, I remember it. This was a complete fraud. They had never lined up any of the thing. They they all they did was create marketing, but line up none of the shit that they promised in any way, shape, or form. Beautiful. Okay, um, which is why he went to jail for fraud. Uh, I mean, the, the very event landed McFarlane in federal prison for wire fraud. But he's out now. But he's out now, and he's like doing oh, it done. again. Yes. Uh, you know, there's so many things about this story that make you wonder. First of all, if you've gone to jail for several years or whatever the hell it was for yeah. doing this exact thing, uh-huh. and you get out. Do you really want the first thing you do is do it again? The first thing you fucking do is do it again? Really? Yes. Really? And then it's sold out? Really? Yes. Everyone was like, oh, they're selling hats, shirts. This is cool. I'm going to buy it. They got hats, shirts. Is it as expensive as it was the first time around? Yeah. Or are they just Uh, selling jokes and stuff? Here, here. Let me let me see. It says here. No, no, no. Look, first a, a ticket drop sold out. Fire four hundred tickets one hundred one to five hundred. They're gonna sell at eight hundred dollars coming soon. And then the prices go up. Uh, last chance tickets will be eight thousand dollars according to this uh, to the to this thing. Um, you know, uh, apparently if you click on the map on the website that they have 
it, it just shows, let's see, where in the Caribbean remains a mystery. When you click the open map button on the event website, you're taken to the Google Maps listing for the Caribbean Sea, <laughs> which for the record has a 4.6 star rating. Begging the question, who is leaving Google reviews for the Caribbean Sea? I really think, I'm sorry, but f- fucking people, I think the sea should just get straight out five out of five. Okay. There you go. It's a good sea. It's a good sea. Not a lot of competition in the sea department. <laughs> the Mediterranean. Yeah, I know. There's not a lot of competition, is what I'm saying. Caspian. You got the Mediterranean, the Caspian, the Black Sea. Well, the Caspian's, you know. That's out. That gets one star. I mean, forget. The Dead Sea. But I think the Caribbean the Dead, the, the Dead Sea. There you go. I mean, it's a short list. I guess so. Yeah. The Red Sea. Red Sea. Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyway. Anyway. With that, we are done. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us yet again, as usual. Oh, we have a holiday weekend coming up. So, everybody, have a, a good holiday weekend, I guess. Uh, I, I mean, I may not put out the show before. It's Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day. So go on, go on labor. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's for. Um, yes. But yeah, like I'll pro- you know, I, I will put out the show during the long Labor Day weekend. I don't know if I'm putting it out Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, but I'll put it out. Oh, I know I'm not doing Saturday. You know, Yvonne, my my mother, my mother who as i mentioned is of the same age as these other people are taking is taking our family on saturday uh on saturday afternoon for a whale watch go oh, cool so i, I will right. report on, need to i will report on that yes, next pictures. week but uh okay but that's that's what Please, are, are you gonna say to me wait has this been the first time you've been whale watching since you and i went yeah and we didn't see anything did we what are you talking about? We yes. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah. The only thing. The, the only thing I remember about that particular whale watch, and yes, that is the only other time I've done it, was you being seasick. My no, no, it wasn't seasick. I had a migraine headache. Okay, I don't get seasick. I, there's I, there's I, a I nice got, picture a, of you like sitting down, looking very yeah, yeah, yeah. unhappy. Yeah, but it wasn't seat. No, yeah, but it was a. My, I got. I. I. I got that when we got there, the headache had started before then, and we had nothing for it. And I was like, "Shit, I don't have any, you know, anything to take for this damn thing." So we got on the boat. The headache went, got worse. If I remember correctly, we managed to get somebody on the boat to give me some Tylenol, something, whatever that that eventually made me feel better. By the time we got off the boat, I felt. The headache had gone away, but I I had a terrible, terrible migraine. And, and see, this, I was this not, is the way my memory works after like whatever twenty five years or whatever. Sick. It is. I've never been seasick in my life. The only Goddamn. thing I remember is you being sick. I don't actually remember. No, there are pictures. We took pictures of the whales. I have them. They're, they're, you're probably on my damn website. This was one of the random trips when we went yes. to Nova Scotia. Yes, yeah, so we took pictures of the whales. That we got, the whales were super close to us. Oh, I, I should I should check out. They were like really really close. I I should check out my trip section on applespay.com and see if I can find the freaking whale. I mean the whales were right there. I mean we were so close to the whales here. I I I I, I got I found the pictures of the whales. Uh uh-huh. Right. Well, here. our listeners can't see the whales, so just well. But I I wait. I can share here. Here we go. Open system settings. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. You're screwed. 
Uh, yeah, here, okay. Uh, yeah, modify settings, okay, yeah. Oh, uh, later, right, okay, whatever, okay. Uh, oh, okay, here we go. I have the- found it on my website if anybody wants to see. Uh, slash trip. Well, you if, just go to abelsmay.com, then go to the trips section. And then go to the one for the 1999 Q3 Joggins, Nova Scotia, Canada one. And then and you will see the pictures of the whales. And then for each, and day, then got- each day, you have to flip forward to the next day. Um, and uh, on day two, it goes, I start with day zero because, you know, I'm that kind of person. Uh, but when you get to day two, day two is the day with the whales. And you can see... A bunch of whales, indeed. And my face with my headache. And Yvonne's face with his headache. He, a, and somebody that looked very much like our friend Rebecca. But is not. <laughs> but is not. <laughs> anyway, uh, we 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 are done. And, and, and you can see from the pictures that we were really close to the damn whales. Yes. We, we, we were close. Yeah, we were not. They were like about, you know. Because I'd seen whales before when I was in Puerto Rico, and they were like, you Very know, far like half a mile out or something or whatever. No, we got like, you know, they were right there. And at the end of day two, as we were driving home, Yvonne hit a porcupine with the rental car. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I try swerve to try to avoid them. Well, and we we got like a picture of the tire with quills in it from the porcupine. Anyway. I tried very hard to avoid the pork. Anyway, we are done. Thank you, everybody. Have a great time. Have a good holiday weekend. Uh, you'll hear this probably sometime in the middle. That's where I was was when we got on this tangent. I'll probably put it out Sunday or Monday. I don't know. Probably. And, and one more yes, thing. One more. There thing. is a picture of a place of the Avonside Motel. Yeah. Which is which? The sign said you are now exactly halfway between the North Pole and the equator. Beautiful. Okay, everybody, have a good holiday weekend if you haven't already by the time you listen to this. Stay safe, stay happy, and we'll talk again next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Abelsme is spelled A-B-U-L-S-M-E. So, abelsme.com. Anyway, with that, goodbye.